Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. Welcome to the Say Hey Podcast, a San Francisco Giants podcast for the casual fan. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Say Hey Doug. Follow Rob on Twitter at Say Hey Rob. Make sure you're subscribed and following us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also subscribe on YouTube so you get notified when a new episode of the Say Hey Podcast is released. Robbie, it's trade day. It's trade deadline Monday. In this weird ass year, one month. How you, in. How you doing today, man? Great, man. I really was hoping we'd have more to kind of run through today. You know, I went to work early, like I was just telling you off, off the off the air. You know, got a lot of shit done early today, thinking we we were gonna have a lot to talk about, and yeah, you know what? It just didn't quite uh you know pan out that way. But you know, Giants are a team in flux. You know, they're they don't really know what what they are right now, so. I guess we shouldn't be too surprised about anything. Yeah, and with that, thanks for joining us on the same podcast. No, That's all we got. <laughs> but for real, it's like, no, because this, this episode we're going to do, um, I'm hoping it goes literally like a half hour. Our last couple have gone kind of long. So mm-hmm. um, just wanted to touch on the trade deadline regarding the Giants and regarding, you know, some interesting uh, other moves from other teams. So um, just, just, Real quick, sum up, Robbie. Our, the, the Giants made one minuscule move, at, obviously, at the buzzer. Um, and we'll talk about it specifically in a minute. But didn't buy, didn't sell, did more of nothing. How are, your, how are you feeling about it? Yeah. Uh, like I was just saying, you know, it was really hard to get a grasp of what they wanted to do. And looking at the overall, you know, landscape of the league today with all the trades you know nothing big you know really went down aside from all the stuff that Padres and Blue Jays were doing but I I think it's a good indicator now that they're going to re-sign Kevin Gossman I mean that's that's a pretty solid indicator I thought they were going to ship him for sure after the other day when he said hey they trade me I can see myself re-signing so I was like oh dude you're gone (laughs) (laughs) see you later but no they that didn't happen, and then I think I, I had a lot of thoughts on on Cueto because 
Farhan and those guys, they clearly value him and his uh, club control over the next two years. Yeah. And watching more and more baseball this year, the approach these hitters have where it's pretty much they're going up there trying to hit the ball 500 feet every at bat, you know, the, the way Cueto pitches, I mean, it's almost like he's getting more valuable now as the time goes along because all he does is keep guys off balance. And, and he's looked so good this year. I mean, he's, he's legit had, you know, he had a no-hit bid going in L.A. into the sixth inning. He really didn't give up a hit yesterday uh, until until the seventh. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, uh, whoever the hell it was, I think it was Jake Lamb, had that in, infield hit in the second inning where oh. where, where Thomas Lowe just kind of threw a bad ball to Bell and they rolled it a hit. But, yeah, I mean, he has done such a great job keeping guys off balance, and I think that's more valuable now than I think we anticipated coming in. Like, they really want to – you know, keep their hands on him, which is a little surprising from like, if it was a, asking me this a month ago, I say, Oh, he's gone for sure. But I think especially, and, and they're, they're playing decent. So it makes sense. Well, regarding Cueto specifically too. Um, and we'll, we'll get into some more individual guys, but regarding him too, if you're, if you haven't watched a lot of his outings this year too, and you look at his numbers, you're like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. He's, he's kind of fallen victim to, you know, once he comes out. Um, inherited runners. Yeah, he's fallen victim to inherited runners in the, the bullpen. The, up, until, up until recently, hasn't been very good. And so they mm. come around to score, and you add another run or two to Cueto's line. Right. And then also, um, he'll, be, he'll be rolling right along, too, to the fifth, sixth, seventh, and then they start catching up to him. But like you said, his – especially in today's game where guys are just trying to hit the ball, the ballpark, um, you know, a lot of power, but a lot of strikeout ratios, um, you know, his, his upsetting of timing is, is huge. And so yeah, it's been I more think Farhan and, and Scott Harris have really seen, especially in the last few weeks, I, who knows, we're, we're not in there. We're not experts, but um, that that's extremely valuable. Like you said, and also, like you said, uh, the club control through the next uh, two years. I mean, he's still under contract next year, and then has that uh, option. That option in um, 2022. So, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I I just wanted to sum up everything. I know the Giants have made what three trades prior to today, kind of just subtle trades, and then yeah. Yeah. um they did make a trade today uh towards the end, which I'll I'll let Robbie talk about in a minute. But um, you know, so basically nothing gets done. I'm okay with it. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm fine. Farhan, I guess, came on KMBR after the deadline, which a lot of general managers do, and say they're they're you know happy with their current roster. And now I think he understand. I mean, I'm sure more than anybody, Farhan and, and Scott Harris understand this team's not going to win a World Series this year. But the positives from not doing anything today: one, you keep your you know accelerating farm system intact. All your prospects are still here. Two, Big. with the current roster or the current season structure, and eight NL teams can get in, and I think the Giants are like a half game out from the eight seed right now. Right, there's still a decent chance that they get in. Yeah, um, with what they have, and they can. And so, even if you get in with not doing anything this year, it's like, hey, the Giants made a postseason appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, without having to sacrifice any ta- young talent or uh, move any um, 
guys going forward. So I'm a, a lot of people were complaining on Twitter, like Farhan, wake up or like, why aren't we doing anything? I've even, you know, people fire Farhan. It's like, you know, <laughs> always, <laughs> but I, I, and I'll, I'll let you go on after this too. I'm 100% totally fine with having a boring deadline this year. Yeah. You know what? I think there, you don't just get guys away just to give guys away, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what we expected for the last month was just, oh man, well, with that accelerated trade deadline, you know, they're just going to start shipping off dudes, shipping off dudes. And, you know, me and you both thought so too, about two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they're going to, they're going to make their moves. They're going to do what they got to do. They're going to cut some dead weight, you know, but you know, people aren't lining up, you know, to take on big, like big contracts, like, like Quato's right now. Cause it's in, in the short season, they were just, for everything I heard, the, the the return value just wasn't there for a lot for a lot of big names because you didn't really see any big names or bad contracts get shaped out today. Like I don't know what I don't know what Robbie Ray's making right now, but <laughs> I mean that, that that dude was like an all star last year, and and they Arizona just gave him away to to the Blue Jays, just gave him away. Forget it. So I mean, but outside of that, you didn't see you didn't really see that today and you usually see it every year just all right man like like last year when, when the Giants traded Mark Melanson you know when they somehow convinced the Braves to take on all his salary you saw nothing like that today nothing yeah and, and, and I, oh I'm sorry go ahead finish go finish your thought yeah I, I I just I just think it's it's the landscape of of the season of this COVID-19 season yeah. and I, I I think you just you didn't get a lot of big buyers out there but you didn't get anybody just giving dudes away either. Yeah. And I, I, I've said it early throughout the season. I didn't think we were going to have a big trade deadline this year. One, because it just the uncertainty of the year and teams can get hot too. Like I just previously mentioned factor in, you're going to have 16 teams get a shot at a world series, even though it sounds fishy, but um, they are. Uh, it's going to be a tournament. And so um, it will cause mediocre teams like the Giants that happen to be in the race right now after, you know, what, 35, 36 games um, that they may be tentative to move some pieces. So mm-hmm. I think I think um, I was a little surprised by the number of trades. I think the number of trades was yeah, about there, average. That was up. That yeah. Was up. But um, big name moves, not really. I would say um, – and everybody looks at names differently, but if if you look around baseball, obviously Mike Clevenger to San Diego is the biggest uh, name being moved. Yeah. And then uh, the other, the only other big name one that I could think of was Starling Marte getting shipped to to Miami. Yeah. Um, so obviously the the Padres made what four or five trades over the last forty eight hours, which was insane. Yeah, I got them all listed down here. I mean, my whole list is the Padres. It's- and I'll and I'll have you list them off. But um <laughs> the Padres obviously are going for it now. And I tweeted out yesterday, uh the Padres are coming for that Dodger ass. They and are you know for that ass. You know what? They can uh now with that current roster. So why don't you rip off these uh Padre uh trays real quick and then we'll get back to the Giants and sum it up. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't know where to start, but <laughs> you know they they somehow got the Royals to send them Trevor Rosenthal, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know this. I mean, that that dude's back to closing. I guess he's I guess he's right again. It's been a couple years, but it's he's been having a couple a good years. Season. Yeah. yeah, and 
and and they and they traded they traded Edward Alvarez for him, and he wasn't even really a prospect. He's a, he's been on the team all year, and he hasn't looked very good. He's kind of one of those, yeah, he's one of those John John Jay builds, you know, type type of players. And but every time I, I saw him this year, he was struggling, tr- struggling to put the bat on the ball. So obviously, the, the Padres were quick to give up on him and take a flyer on Trevor Rosenthal. I mean. Man, good luck with that. It's always, <laughs> I mean, always good to add Trevor bullpen Rosenthal, depth. man. Always, always good to add bullpen Ooh. depth, especially at the end of the bullpen. So, and and actually, maybe, maybe you you know this is Kirby Yates back yet? I don't believe so. Um, maybe that's what it is then. But he could, I you know, whenever he does come back, it's great. But yeah, I mean, now you got Rosenthal who can close for you. He can be your hold guy. Um, mm-hmm. So they just they're just adding to their arsenal there at the end of the pen. But okay, yeah, just yeah, just speed up real quick. Yeah, they sent two prospects to the Red Sox who are really struggling this year for Mitch Moreland, who's been tearing the cover off the ball. He's been the more one guy power. over there. Yeah, they just needed more power. Yeah, they you know they 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 sent away Ty France, who who's been DHing for him all year, and a couple prospects to the Mariners for Austin Nola, who couldn't be more than 25, 26 years old. Of every time I've seen him play, he's looked good. Yeah, and so he's gonna end up being their everyday catcher now. Yep, with uh, with I think it's yeah, it's Mejia and Austin Hedges. I mean, they were both struggling like crazy this year, and which is too bad because I had some high hopes for Austin Hedges, but yeah. whatever. Did they get and another catcher too, Robbie? They got Jason Castro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just did it for for yeah, like player to be named later. They they just started adding up dudes, and they ended up shipping away Austin Hedges in in the Clevenger deal. You know, with Cal Quantrill, that surprised me because he he's looked pretty good. Yeah, every and time he's, I, he's played, I've seen yeah. him. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, give the Indians credit. You know, I guess for in in the uh, quantity department, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say these are all solid players, but I mean, you get Cal Quantrill, Austin Hedges, uh, Josh Naylor. Those are three guys on the Padres' active roster as of yesterday. They were all on the active roster, so I mean, you're getting major league talent for. And w- we we know the story about Clevenger and you know and acting the fool out there with all with the COVID-19 so they're probably just thinking oh screw it man we're, we're running this guy out anyway so well, we'll and, we'll and just, they we'll, were, just, we'll take a little quantity I guess and I think I think too and I'm not I I know the Padres have had good minor league depth for these last few years oh, yeah. um but and and correct me if I'm wrong on this but they were able to keep like their top dudes I mean I think the highest one they they gave gave away was their number five ranked prospect. It was like five was Trammel, yeah, right, five seven nine and like eleven. I think they they gave away though. So, so yeah, Gore's still there. Abrams, Patino, and um, did Capusano get moved? No, he's their number four. Okay, so yeah, he didn't get moved. They kept their top four dudes. I mean, yeah. this hands down winners of this year's yeah. trade deadline. They were going hands for down. it. You gotta give them credit. So. And none yeah. of those minor leaguers, like we, we talked about a few weeks ago, with the lack of minor minor league uh, competition this year, you know they're just thinking, screw it, now's the time. These guys aren't getting better right now. It's probably what they're figuring. These guys aren't getting better at the alternate site camp of America, you know. So they're they're not doing anything. So they which, were they're just like, let's do it now. Let's which hey, another another case, I guess you can call it. The A's have someone and. Uh, they failed to use the taxi squad again. It just it amazed me. And that now they're not playing till Wednesday. So. No games. No games. One guy. We don't even know Whatever. who it is. We don't even know who it is. We, we may never know. 
we may never know. It's probably Matt Olson. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. But let's get back to the Giants. Um, actually, you, you have the information of the one move they did make at the end. It's not really a significant move. I looked over the guys in that uh Anthony, uh, is it Banda or Blanda? And uh, Banda. Small sample Banda. sizes here. So Yeah. So, and he um, – He's 26, was with Tampa Bay, um, has pitched this year. I know he had Tommy John a couple years ago mm-hmm. um, and didn't pitch much last year. So His last outing was very bad. But before yeah. that, he was actually doing okay. But he got, he got roughed up by the Marlins the other day. Yeah, that Florida on Florida crime. So um, Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and, again, I don't know how far Hong keeps pulling this off, but um, – sending cash considerations for him uh, yeah i mean the fourth time that, that guy's been dealt i don't know when he months. keeps coming back <laughs> sneaking in man well i'm sneaking in inside of pablo i don't know but <laughs> oh god i don't Trojan know horse, Trojan it, horse. It's, it, it's some of that red Sox money i don't know um so yeah anyways he's he's a reliever um that the seven innings the, pitched uh, this year not much yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know if he'll get any time this year. But if so, it's another added arm to the pen. And he is a lefty, correct? He's a lefty. Yeah. And, and sp- speaking of that, speaking of that, with Tony Watson not getting dealt, that was the one that really surprised me. That, that was a big one. And also, just today, the freaking Cubs, what do they do? They go out and acquire two Osage. lefty arms for the bullpen, Osage yeah. and freaking Andrew Chafin. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking at some point, they had to have called the Giants on Tony Watson, unless there's something, something's going on that we don't know about. Because I don't I, know. I mean, because this year at, at his age and with his contract, Tony Watson was a perfect trade candidate mm-hmm. for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's having a great year. And who knows if he'll ever have as good of the year again like he is. Um, his ERA is under one. He's pitching 13 games. Um, yeah, and it's nothing against those guys, but – those guys couldn't carry Tony Watson's jock together. <laughs> and yeah. So, okay. Maybe, maybe there was no dialogue exchanged, you know, there, I don't know, but I would kind of like to know like uh, for that, for the Cubs in particular, I just, I would like for somebody to tell me if they called the giants at some point or the giants called them about Watson. Well, and let's let's combine this together because you did bring up Kevin Gossman earlier, and I want to talk about him too. But you would think, and we have discussed it on here before, uh, maybe not so much Watson, but Gossman is a guy that you want to get something for him. And so regarding Watson, though, back to Watson, he's 35. Um, he is a free agent after the season. Um, you know, maybe maybe he's in their plans because you know, with with relievers, you can kind of have a longer career. Maybe they plan on signing him for a two year deal or something. But obviously, that's maybe. not guaranteed. Yeah. Um, but in regards to Gosman, see now on our State of the Union what was that two weeks ago? I stated I I think that the Giants should try and keep him, mm-hmm. and so obviously he didn't get moved today which means there's got to be no way that they just let him walk next year. And I don't know specifically what his qualifying offer will be. Um, but I said, you know, somewhere in the woods of three years, 45 mil with maybe a team option for a fourth year. Yep. Um, and Makes again, sense. he's ki- kind of like a Cueto thing. The bullpen's kind of influxed his, his numbers a little bit too, because he's looked really good. He's, he's healthy. His ERA or his 
you know, velocities in the high 90s. Um, he's mixed pitches really well. So it could be a thing where Kevin Gossman is a part of this future rotation for the next few years. And he's only mm -hmm. 29. So, I mean, he's in his prime now. And I right. don't know what, get, let me get your thoughts on uh, Kevin Gossman sticking around. Yeah. I, I keep, I keep thinking that maybe when Smiley comes back, since the Giants don't really have a closer, they might experiment, experiment with that a little bit since he closed in, in Atlanta last year. So I really I'm with you. I, I do believe that in some way or another, he is in the Giants' future plans, or else they would have traded him today. Because there, there was a market for him. I was, we were reading about it yeah. the past week. The Yankees called on him. Yeah, um, sure. Obviously, it wasn't a good enough deal. Sure. Him, so. I mean, there's pl plenty of teams, I felt like, who could have got him. I mean, with an expiring contract, it wouldn't have taken much. So, no. that, so that leads me to believe that the Giants value him a lot more than – that they're letting on yeah so yeah i yeah i i think you you nailed that a few weeks back i think he's gonna be be around for a while i mean there's nothing that would make me think differently now yeah i mean any are there any see now i i feel like i've kind of been the lone ranger on the Giants should have moved solano and it maybe should have happened a couple weeks ago it's kind of cooled off still still okay but um I just don't see him ever playing better than he has right now. Um, also, same thing with with Flor like guy like Wilmer Flores. Um, you know, I just I sum up this deadline as this is what we're gonna have going forward, and and Farhan's gonna continue to trust in drafting well, and but also like if we have contracts coming off the books, like Samarja's gone after this year, and mm -hmm. Crawford and Bell will be gone after you know what next year, and same thing with Longoria. Um, that they can bring in arms, like we've been saying, via free agency. So there's still a ton of flexibility there. Um, there, there is, but yeah, with with all, with all the one year deals that they have, and like with Solano and uh, and and Flores, yeah, I'm I am I'm surprised that they didn't get moved today. But then again, maybe maybe the market was just really small, and people are thinking, well, wow, we got hitters; it's not a big deal. There was just, there was so many pitchers that got moved, like 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 low end pitchers, like like the, the Robbie Rays, and, you know, Caleb Smith, and people. And the people Ro like, the, I was really infatuated with the the Ross Stripling, the giant, the Dodgers he, getting rid of him. Right, right, yeah, and I mean, he went from being an all star two years ago to falling out of the rotation. Mm -hmm. How I mean, the Dodgers are that rotation incredible. We all know it. <laughs> we fine. all know it. Yeah. So I mean, but 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 yeah, he gets traded for two player beam laters, an all star two years ago. Mm -hmm. So and he's still what he's he's in his mid twenties, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's not pushing you know death or anything. So <laughs> you know yeah. he's you know he's gonna be around a while. I, I you know as long as he stays healthy. But yeah, it was just a lot a lot of kind of mid tier low low end pitchers, just a lot of little little moves like like with Andrew Chafin and Osage getting traded and Tony Watson doesn't. What the fuck? You know, like, it makes yeah. no sense. It makes no sense. So, this is a crazy day. Yeah, now that I think about it, maybe the, the not moving Watson was a little – it's a little weird. But weird. you did bring up you did bring up the closing situation, and um, Sam Coonrod's been 
You know, he got yeah. the save yesterday, and he's looked he's looked good at the end of games right now. Um, no, the last he, few games, he's been good. So he, he's looked great, and it you know, but in the in the short sample size, but so did Trevor yeah. got earlier in the year too. So yeah, I hope he didn't just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but every every week, you know, I mean, they were trying Harlan Garcia last week, and now this week, Sam, or, or two weeks ago, now last week, Sam Coonrod got a few shots, and yeah, I keep thinking when we talk about Smiley and if they really, really just have to pitch Jeff Samarja again, you know, maybe they give Gosman a little run as the closer. I, I don't know. I see here's and we've touched about this too. I don't see the need to put Samarja back out there. I mean, me, me if, if they're going to be there, um, you know, be, if the giants go down seven, nothing in the third inning, bring him in, you know, let him, sure. let him eat up some relief long innings. And then, um, who knows if they're if they're late in the season and Coonrod falls out and obviously Gott's gotten his chance and they're still not putting Watson in in the ninth inning. Could you see a Jeff Samarja in the ninth inning to close games out for the Giants to clinch a postseason? At this point, yeah. Who Seriously, knows? at this point, yeah. Like they clearly don't know what they want to do. So yeah, I, I'm. That's why I keep throwing guys like, yeah. Gosman on the table and that's just because he did it last year on, on a team that made the playoffs you know so it, it's I don't know what their plan is man they are a really confusing bunch right now when it comes to that bullpen well I gotta think the rotation moving forward if Smiley comes back you know it's it's Cueto <laughs> Smiley. Smiley Gosman uh Webb and I, th- I think well <laughs> now you have I don't think Cahill's going to miss much time. He, he went out Saturday with a hip injury, but um, then you got to debate, do we stick with a hot Trevor Cahill or do we go, you know, we keep Tyler Anderson in the rotation who's mm-hmm. been really good this year, except his last down, he got roughed up a little bit. But like you said, off air, facing the D-backs. Um, second time in a week. Second time in a week, you know, it's it's not uncommon for guys to have a great outing and then a really bad one, so. Who knows? They have options, which is good, which we didn't yeah. think they did, you know? And you just think that there's no way they signed Drew Smiley for no reason, so he's going to get a little run. Yeah, and he looked, he looked really good until, uh, you know, he injured his finger. So, and, yeah. I, and I guess he's close to coming back. So, um, you know, I definitely say, okay, I'll, I'll sum it up with this. Um, I'm happy that nothing really went down. I'm fine with it. And hashtag and Farhan we trust. Uh, I I do think the current ro- roster that they have is good enough to get in. I'm not saying they make any noise, um, but most important, they kept their farm system intact um, moving forward, and they didn't make any unnecessary moves. Obviously, they didn't make any moves. So, who knows? Um, we'll see. I'd like some clarity on Tony Watson, but other than that, I'm okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Giants off today. It is Monday, August 31st. Can you believe it's September already, dude? That's crazy. No, I can't. And if this year wants to hurry up with how things are going, that's totally fine. It's cool with me, uh, man. We, we can get rolling here. <laughs> Jeez. But, um, so off today, they're at Coors uh, for the next two. And the Rockies were a little active. They got Kevin Pillar. Kevin Pillar. Um, Wicked Five. And then, um, did they make any other? I thought they got a reliever. I can't. You know think. what? Let me. Let me. I might have put this down in my little note um, here. And while you're looking that up, I'll talk. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting deadline. Um, so the Giants in Colorado for the next two. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of uh, runs could be scored there. Um, oh yeah, they got Michael Gibbons from the Orioles. Forgot about from the that. O's. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's, and that's he's, actually he's been, he's been really, really good this year. So Colorado adding some uh, bullpen depth. So who knows? I think they're right at 500, right? At least 17 they, and 17. So they're still in the thick of things for sure. They are. And, you know, I, I totally get the, the, the Pilar move. You know, David Dahl, who started off really good this year. Yeah. We talked about him early on. Mm-hmm. How he, there's no way he could make that last. Well, it didn't last because he got hurt. Yeah. But so, and then Garrett, Ham, Garrett Hampson, who's one of their younger, you know, guys who they have a lot of high hopes for. Actually, I saw him play in Stockton a few times. Very fast, got, got plus power, but like a lot of the league right now, he's, he's struggling to put the ball in play and he's got a lot of speed. So I think all that frustration led to the, Pilar move and Pilar knows the division from last year so in the short-term rental type scheme of things I think that's a smart move for them so well Pilar's got a uh he's plus in the outfield he's yeah. uh he's he can track the ball well he can go anywhere he can play all three outfield positions he's got a mm-hmm. decent arm and especially in that ballpark he could pop out a few bombs so sure um you know it's I I think that's a good move for the Rockies so Two in Colorado before they come back home. They have another day off Thursday, so all arms on deck for the two at Coors. And, you know, as as long as they stay in this, um, you know, it's a big series now, especially for both teams. So we'll see. Just just split. Just go split in Colorado. Just split, and, you know, hopefully you don't have to use every arm you have for two days. And so. Yeah. But yeah, like you any, said, all, all arms on deck. You're right. Yeah, off today, off Thursday. Um, everybody should be available if needed. Right. So, um, anything to f- uh, sum up the trade deadline for the Giants for Major League Baseball, or are we ready to wrap it up? No, you know what? I think I think we got our answer about how teams are approaching Operating, the season yeah. today, yeah. and people. I mean, like we said, outside of the outside of the Padres, I think you had a lot of gun shy teams today. Just not not willing to, you know, gut out the entire farm to win now, except for except for one team. So, and we kind of called that though a, a few weeks back with the minor leaguers not being able to play competitively. So, you know, I, I think I think most most teams are trying to keep all, all their chips in for for next year for for a one sixty two season, but. Hell, if the Giants win the whole thing this year, I'm counting it. I don't give a fuck. Oh, absolutely. And it, <laughs> the Dodgers do. I'm not counting it. No, I, dude, I have, <laughs> I have had the same sentiment. If the Giants win, you know what? Hey, they had to battle through this 60-game sprint with the roster that they had, and they pulled it off. Kudos. The Dodgers, you know, they've had the best roster in baseball for going on five, six years now, and you win it in this short season. Good for you. If you want to count that, that's great. Well, we don't. Um, anyway, so <laughs> and that's our little Dodger hate. That's, that's but, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. So thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we just wanted to keep it short and simple this week. Um, we may do one uh, again this week. If not, we'll see you next week. But any questions or thoughts, whatever, make sure you're interacting with us on Twitter at say hey Doug and at say hey Rob, and make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at say hey Podcast for everything there. So. For say hey Doug and say hey Rob, go Giants. Giants, don't get sweat. Every time the chips are down, it's bye bye, baby. History's in the making at Candlestick Park.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.